0: Welcome to Current Radio's sports station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. Moving on to ice hockey, we've got quite the showdown that took place in Edmonton, Alberta. The Oilers took on the Chicago
1: Blackhawks in a game that's been dubbed the Clash of the Connors. That's right, Stephen. The game saw Connor McDavid, a three-time MVP and the number one draft pick in 2015, go head-to-head with rookie Connor Bedard this past summer's top draft pick. A fascinating generational face-off on the ice, wasn't it?
0: Absolutely. And it was the Oilers, led by McDavid, who emerged victorious, overcoming an early goal by Bedard to secure a 4-1 win. This was Edmonton's eighth consecutive victory, quite a streak thereon.
1: Indeed, and besides McDavid, we saw some great performances from the Oilers. Sam Gagnier, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Leandre Sadel, and Zach Hyman all found the net. Plus, Evan Bouchard was instrumental with a pair of assists. And let's not forget Stuart Skinner, who made 22 saves for his
0: seventh consecutive victory in net. Oilers coach Chris Knobloch had high praise for him, calling him an elite goalie.
1: Right. His performance has been crucial to their winning streak. But let's talk about Bedard's goal for the Blackhawks. He scored just over three minutes into the game, giving them a 1-0 lead. Oh,
0: it was a beauty, wasn't it? Took a long pass from Alex Vlasic, broke away, and delivered
1: a deceptive shot that beat Skinner. Just his 12th goal, but what a goal it was. It was, but unfortunately for the Blackhawks, it was all downhill from there. They lost their seventh consecutive road game. That's got to be a tough pill to swallow. Definitely. And to add insult to injury, Chicago defender Nikita Zaitsev
0: ended up deflecting Dre Seidel's pass into his own net. That's just bad luck.
1: It is. And then there was Hyman's goal early in the third, a tap-in from a perfectly placed feed by McDavid. The Oilers really had the Blackhawks on the ropes.
0: They did. Blackhawks coach Luke Richardson did point out the unfortunate own goal and the power play goal. But at the end of the day, the Oilers were just too strong. While the Oilers are enjoying a winning streak, it seems not all teams are having the same fortune. In a surprising twist, a major shakeup has occurred in another NHL team. Let's shift our focus from Edmonton and Chicago to another city that's making headlines in the hockey world. Turning our attention to the world of ice hockey, Helena, we've got some big news from the St. Louis Blues. Their coach, Craig Berube, has been fired.
1: Yes, Steven, a significant shakeup indeed. He's being replaced by Drew Bannister, who's been coaching the Springfield Thunderbirds, the Blues' AHL affiliate. He's set to make his debut this Thursday when the Blues host the Ottawa Senators.
0: It's certainly a surprising turn of events, considering Berube's track record. He led the Blues to their first Stanley Cup championship in the
1: 2018-19 season, after all. Absolutely. But the Blues have been struggling this season. They're currently sitting at a 13-14-1 record after a 6-4 to loss to the Detroit Red Wings. It was their fourth loss in a row and sixth loss in their past eight games. Indeed, and Barube had some
0: strong words after that loss. He said, you got to play the right way to earn it. Do the little things right. And he pointed out that they didn't take care of the front of
1: their net very well in that game. And it's not just about the losses, right? The Blues are 26th in goals per game, and 22nd in goals against per game this season. And some of their top players, like Jordan Cairo, aren't producing as expected. That's right, Helena. And as Blues forward Kevin Hayes said after the loss,
0: they need to get back to work, regroup, get back to our structure, and what we were doing when we were winning games.
1: Berube had a good run, though. He was hired 19 games into the 2018-19 season and led one of the most dramatic turnarounds in NHL history. But after making the playoffs for the next three seasons, they only won one series and missed the postseason last season, There,
0: And that's where Drew Bannister comes in. He's been with the Blues AHL affiliate for the past three seasons, making the playoffs the past two seasons. That included a trip to the Calder Cup finals in his first season.
1: Right, and Bannister is no stranger to the NHL. He was a defenseman for six seasons from 1995 to 2001. It'll be interesting to see how he fares in his new role. From the icy rink to the hardwood court, let's switch gears and delve into the
0: world of basketball. There's been some impressive action in the NBA recently, particularly from the Dallas Mavericks. Let's take a closer look. So, Helena, let's talk about Luka Doncic's performance against the Lakers. Despite being added to the Mavericks injury report, he managed to lead his team to a 127-125 win.
1: Yes. It's impressive how he's been shouldering such a heavy workload, especially with the Mavericks' rotation being ravaged by injuries. Co-star Kyrie Irving, for instance, missed both games due to a right heel contusion. Right? And then there's
0: Maxie Kleber and Josh Green, who've been out for an extended period. Derek Jones Jr. was injured in Memphis and sat out against the Lakers. Seth Curry, the fill-in starter at shooting guard, didn't play in the second half because of left ankle soreness.
1: And yet, despite all these setbacks, Doncic has been extraordinary. He scored 33 points, 6 rebounds, and 17 assists, even outplaying LeBron James. Quite the feat, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. But it's not just Doncic who's been stepping up. Tim Hardaway Jr., for example, returned to score 32 points against the Lakers after missing 3 of the previous 5 games.
1: Indeed, and let's not forget Dante Exum, who started in Jones' place. He scored 26 points shooting 7-of-9 from three-point range. It seems the Lakers' strategy to give up open looks to Exum backfired.
0: Quite so. They
1: planned to force
0: the ball out of Doncic's hands, but it ended up costing them, especially in the fourth quarter.
1: Exum scored 17 points, the most in any quarter of his career. And Doncic was instrumental in that, assisting on six of Exum's seven threes. It's a testament to his trust in his teammates, don't you think?
0: Absolutely.
1: And it's that trust,
0: coupled with his exceptional skill, that's led to his phenomenal five-game run. He's been averaging 35.2 points, 9.2 rebounds, and 12.4 assists, helping the Mavs to a 4-1 record.
1: And with that, Dallas has moved up to third place in the Western Conference standings. It's clear that despite being old at 24, as Doncic joked, he's still a force to be reckoned with on the court.
0: From one NBA star's impressive performance, Let's shift our focus to another player who's been making waves, albeit in a less fortunate way. The Utah Jazz, another Western Conference team, is grappling with a significant setback. Let's delve into that now. Let's pivot to some NBA news, Helena. The Utah Jazz have announced that guard Jordan Clarkson will be sidelined for at least two weeks due to a right bicep femoris
1: strain. Oh, that's a significant blow for the Jazz. Clarkson is a key player for them, isn't he? Absolutely. He's been averaging 16.6 points, nearly
0: five assists, and over three rebounds this season. His absence will undoubtedly be felt.
1: And this injury came about after a game against the New Orleans Pelicans, right? He had a thigh contusion, and then... Yes, exactly. Following their game with the
0: Oklahoma City Thunder, Clarkson experienced additional discomfort in his hamstring. An MRI revealed the strain.
1: It's always rough to see a player sidelined due to injury but the team says he'll be reevaluated in two weeks, so we'll have to wait and see how he recovers.
0: Indeed, Helena. It's a waiting game now, and in the meantime, the Jazz will need to figure out how to fill the gap left by Clarkson's absence.